Hi and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. Chris King is on location at the North Pole. Uh, he will not be with us today, but sitting in for him, the one, the only, Thaddeus J. McKee. Hey, Slappy Pappy Wan Wan. How's it going, everybody? Going good. The ones and twos, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the 2021 Meat Cake Champion, a.k.a. the last white dragon. Give it up for Sauce Lord Zach. About to be the 2022. Uh, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Zach. Woo! We do have our 2022 Meat Cake Challenge coming up in February. More details to come. But uh, we have a very special guest with us in studio, comedian Patrick Murray. Welcome to the program. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? I'm very, very torched right now. I do think it's very important that on this episode we do put, uh, I feel like we put a drug warning on it that we are going to be discussing <coughs> drugs. Yeah, you can talk about that. Yeah. <coughs> like, if you need, like if you have kids that Does that leave. give us a clear? Yeah. If your children listen to this podcast. Turn it off. Yeah. Wait till you're 18 to listen to it. That's that's what I said. <laughs> or just do it now. You know, you're gonna figure it out eventually. <laughs> Wait till you're 18. Yeah. <laughs> just record this podcast and go back and listen. Did you ever say that Nathan for you where you could get beer underage, <laughs> but they put it in a safety deposit box for you until you're 21? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you could just feel cool like buying beer. <coughs> Excuse weird. me. Uh. So, Patrick Murray, I don't even know how to go about describing you. Uh, very interesting person. Wow, uh, is that how you start? I don't know how to describe you. <laughs> I said to go about describing you. You could just look at me with your eyes well, and say what they tell you. Because I have yeah. I have a list. Like Usually I'll write down like two, two kind of bullet points that I want to talk to you about with the guests. I have like 12 for you. I like, I kept right. I was like, Oh, I want to ask him about this. I want to ask about this. Like you're a very dynamic person. I didn't mean to be like, I'm not sure what you look like, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, you, uh, you, yeah, you are uh, a comedian. You definitely in your act, uh, it's very publicly that you enjoy smoking and and doing drugs. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. (laughs) Sobriety is hard. What's the longest you've ever gone sober your adult life? You think? Well, between the time I text the weed man and he hits me back, a few hours. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You never did, like, Sober October or anything like that? No, like, I actually love Sober October because, like, I don't have to worry about my weed man running out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this isn't an intervention. (laughs) (laughs) So when was the longest you've got? That's weird. I've never had an intervention before, which is... Apparently, all my friends trust that I know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking about yesterday. About, uh, do they make like specialty intervention cakes? Like, is there a bakery that you go to to get like? Mm-hmm. I've had one of those. I want you to kick heroin. You had an- <laughs> cake. an intervention cake. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have one. Quit peeing the bed cake. 
the whole family had an intervention. It was like, all right, it's getting costly. Yeah, sir, you're 40 years old. <laughs> you should not still be peeing the bed. Imagine right. bringing the whole neighborhood in on that, too. Yeah, yeah, being there. Like, we can smell. Come on down. House. It's Johnny's don't pee the bed intervention. You know why you weren't invited, Thad? Because I couldn't trust that you were going to pee the bed. I don't want to make fun of anybody that can't help it. So, uh, shout outs to I my pee peers. You know, they, they say that's why Michael Landon was such a fast runner because he went to bed into high school and his mom used to hang his, his piss sheets up. So he'd run home before all the kids could see him, like in the backyard or whatever. Wow. And I just re- I always remember, like, I've heard that story multiple times. I'm like, what a weird inspirational pissing the bed <laughs> track, yeah. track why, and field story. Why you didn't think you he- just run as fast to the bathroom in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> You would have made it. Yeah. No, I, I feel like that was my first intervention. The first time I peed the bed, like, because I'd sleepwalk yeah. when I was younger. Oh. And so I, I remember, like, waking up, and there's, like, powder on the bed. Like, what's, what's, what's all this powder? The, back in the day, they put baking soda to, to clean up the pee. Do y'all remember that? No. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm the only one that did this. <laughs> I saw, like, sawdust a lot. No, I, I I was a bedwetter, but they never put any. They were never trying to bake in the bed. That I was peeing in. The only time oh. I ever peed the bed was in a water bed. It was my babysitter's. Oh, she wanted to take a nap. Hmm. Wait, <laughs> and then you peed on her. Well, the, wa- the waves from the water bed. I was, oh. I was like six years old. I gotcha. Like the water made me pee. Oh. She was like, "This is not tight. I'm not trying to get peed on while we're cuddling." And I was like, "You are my babysitter." <laughs> Yeah. She had a Nintendo, so I didn't tell mom shit. Oh well. Uh you know, I I I think there's a lot of stuff you could have tricked me to do for a Nintendo back in the day. Oh, <laughs> even today, really. <laughs> He's shaking his head yes. Like you you think of it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If your if your mind can imagine it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're off to a great start so far. Uh, no, but uh, so uh, part of the menu that we cooked for you today was because, I mean, you're wearing a tie-dye shirt right now. Yeah, it's uh, got a big hole, hole right here in the armpit, I just noticed. You're, uh, you're a musician, and you, you like, uh, I, I, I know for a fact that you uh, like jam bands, and you don't care for Eric Clapton. No, nah, Eric Clapton's a bitch. <laughs> when, did your, when did your Eric Clapton hate start, and why exactly? Uh, I was like probably like nine years old. And my dad listened to Tears in Heaven. And I was like, why does this guy think he's going to heaven? And then I just started learning more and more about him when, you know, the internet came out. And I was like, this dude is actually a huge dick. Yeah. Like a huge dick. Yeah, not a great person. No, not at all. Like, he he recruited Dwayne Allman to write a 14-track album with him about how he wants to fuck George Harrison's wife. And everyone was just like, yeah, it's one of the clouds clap. Layla, hell yeah. <laughs> That's just a song about how he wants to fuck some his friend's wife. <laughs> That's not tight. That's not good. <laughs> You're Eric Clapton. People say you are God in the streets. You can't find someone else's wife. Yeah. 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 Didn't he have like a pretty racist rant that came yeah, out? A <laughs> a yeah, a few. Yeah. Like when he was in his coke days, yeah. like he would just start his fucking concerts with Keep Britain White Chance. And I'm like, what in the hell? Well, you do to get to get the party started somehow. I mean, you know, you, so, know <laughs> you know, all your blues rock came from black people, right? Mm-hmm. You like half their songs you stole. 
You literally did a cover of I Shot the Sheriff. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Eric Clapton? <sighs> fucking too old to be alive, in my opinion. <laughs> Dude's got to be in his fucking late 80s by now. Yeah, that'd be nice to know. He complained that the vaccine, he thought the vaccine was going to make it so he couldn't play guitar anymore. And I was like, finally, this vaccine is doing something. <laughs> Is it something where it's just like, I feel like he's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving, you know, because like he's already an ass and I feel like every two months there's like a, a new. He's like doing shit all the time now. That's just terrible. So 76. then I get like 60 million fucking Facebook and Instagram messages anytime Eric Clapton breathes wrong. People are like, did you fucking see what Eric Clapton did? Yeah. Yeah. Google tells me first. <laughs> and how old is he again? 76. Oh, he's 76. Yeah. You don't got that much longer to deal with him. I except he'll be around forever. I mean, I try. I hope not. If he came to your show, would you do the Eric Eric Clapton joke? Fuck yeah, I would start with it. Would you? <laughs> would you do the Genesis is in the air tonight? <laughs> Come to my concert so I can call you out in front of everybody. Did I tell you what I tried to do with my stimulus money? No. I called the like cemetery that his kid is buried at, and I tried to buy the plots, the grave plots on either side of his kid. Why? Because he would then have to pay me for them. Oh, oh. Because fuck him. You know, first of all, I, I think it's sweet you think that he's he's going to be buried next to his dead kid. <laughs> the one that died due to yeah. his negligence. No. Yeah. He's probably got a much sweeter well, place. Well, so well, what was the hang-up? Oh, uh, they thought that that was very wrong of me. But were the what, what was the price for him? Oh, See, I guess I didn't get to the point where they were telling me a price because I was—I just was honest about my plan from the get-go. <laughs> oh wow! I was like, "Hi, yes, I'd like to buy the plots of land on either side of Connor Clapton," and they're like, wow, "That's very specific." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna try and extort Eric Clapton in his later years," and they're like, "No, sir," <laughs> but they said it with a British accent, so they were like super serial about it. I was like, "Shit." <laughs> Man, I've never thought of doing anything like that. Yeah, extortion. <laughs> extortion. Never thought about extortion. It yeah. Rules. I try to do. I try to do like a good extortion once a year. You know. Hmm. Patrick, I feel like you're. I, I feel like you dress and live amongst the hippies, but you're not a real hippie. No, not at all. No. They worship me like they're king because I uh, use my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we did a we did a menu. Uh, <laughs> I did a menu for you this week, based on your love of uh, of jam bands. Now, which like let's go through them real quick because I don't know which ones you actually like. Do you actually like fish? Are you a fish fan? Oh fuck yeah! You go on tour and do all the, the oh whole, yeah the whole nine several times. Uh, comedian Matt Steven is one of my big fish buddies. We have gone all over. Nice. What's the furthest you gone for? show i guess new jersey oh cool yeah now is that one like i i always like the idea of like following a band around that especially a band that'll play like stuff different songs or yeah. different in different orders that each one is kind of a unique experience it wasn't until this year that i got a song i'd been chasing for like four years wow you know what song was that called down with disease yeah. and it's a pretty common one that they play but for some reason all the shows i go to they always bust out shit that people have been waiting to hear for years mm. and i'm like but what about me <laughs> what about my song <laughs> so how many what was the most like in a leg that you saw of them performing 
Probably like four cities in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you take some breaks and go home. Because, I mean, I'm poor. (laughs) Yeah, I've always been too poor and not enough... Not enough time away from work to make that like yeah. uh, like ever work where it'd be like we tried to sell like we would buy a case of water and a case of beer and try and sell them on the lot for like a buck a piece or whatever but then we ended up just drinking all the beer and yeah. <laughs> sold like half the waters and drank the other half and it's like we didn't make any profit shit it's like when I when I was younger I um, like in high school and stuff we went to these like hemp festivals mm-hmm. they were just like little. Just like a microcosm of yeah. those kind of shows, but they'd be for a weekend, like somewhere, like you get a flyer, go to some random place in Indiana, mm-hmm. and and, and it would be like that. And it was just like I love the whole like barter system, you know. Oh, like yeah. I love like everybody likes, you know. I'm just trying to sell this so I can get this. We're yeah. Like, well, okay. Well, you know, you try to do work a whole like gift of the magi thing in there. Uh, Burning Man's like that. It's just all barter system. Yeah, like I, really. I, I, I would try to give people money for things, and they'd be like, "What am I supposed to do with this, brother?" And I was like, "Maybe think about two days from now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when you're gonna need it again. But if you would rather take this big foam cowboy hat for this fifty dollar bag of drugs and be all be my guest, dude. Like I don't know." Now, did you did you dress up for Burning Man? Did you put the like a leather chalice on chalice, <laughs> leather chaps in the whole? No, I think I was just like basketball shorts and tie dye shirt. And yeah. I walked around barefoot. Nice, nice. I wore goggles because it was dusty. Dirty. Here's here's the thing: if you oh, ever go to if you, you ever go to Burning Man, it's in the middle of the desert. Yeah, uh, and the desert way windier than you think. Yeah, yeah. So bring some goggles because sand plus wind equals ouchies. Kicking oh, that yeah. sand around, I think that I mean, desert has to be up there of like top environments. I don't want to be on when I'm on drugs. Like I don't know if I want to be like I don't want to be anywhere scary, anywhere cold, and I don't yeah. want to be anywhere like well desert. Fun thing about the desert is when it gets nighttime, it's, it's cold. also cold. Yeah. yeah, it's just oh, it's just the worst of everything all day long. Yeah, yeah. You forget how, because I mean, I've almost like I've almost got like uh, like passed out from heat stroke in uh, Vegas just from walking around. And it's, yeah. it's that stupid like it's not the heat, the humidity, but no humidity. like there is no humidity. Yeah. So you're walking around, you don't realize how hot you are. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it hits you at once, and you're like, I'm gonna die out here. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I can't imagine doing that, but like in a concert, like yeah. the atmosphere with seems... a giant burning statue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that my lord? What's going on here? Is it a different statue every year? Yeah, they like build, they like build a giant one and set it on fire, and they have all these guards around it. Reusable Burning Man. Yeah. yeah. Are, Are you like... tired of wasting your Burning Man statue every year? <laughs> I, I saw exactly where that was going. The cool thing is they, they have to post guards up around the Burning Man because a lot of, like, super, like, tripped out wooks will just run into the fire and die. Oh, shoot. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, there's my, my love. And then they'll run into the fire and burn to death. And it's like, man, that really harshes our vibe, dude. Probably don't run into a giant flaming statue of a person. Now, this is a dumb question, but what is a wook? Oh, uh, a wook is just like... A super like dreaded out dirty hippie. Oh, okay. You know, like, like Wookie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They look like yeah, Wookie. I like I would be a Wook if I uh, didn't brush my hair as much, or if I didn't have a job. You know. Yeah. But like, you're one brush away from a Wook. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like almost a Wook. <laughs> so 
as a, as a tip of the hat to all that, uh, I developed the menu based on what either I've seen or what I've heard or what I looked up online would be on like a lot like that. The first two things that popped in my head, obviously the grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Um, obviously the grilled cheese sandwich and then obviously like a, uh, a veggie. I just feel like a veggie burrito. Yeah, vegan, that's vegan, a vegan thing. burrito. You see a lot of veggie burritos. A lot of places will market them as Jerry burritos, even mm. though Jerry Garcia was not a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dude was as fat as me. <laughs> he loved his cheeseburgers. Love ice cream and heroin, which who doesn't? Yeah. Um, so, uh, sorry, I was laughing about the ice cream. Uh, <laughs> like he did, he did like cheeseburgers, ice cream, and heroin. Yeah, and he's dead. Yeah, I guess that's not a good diet. Yeah. <laughs> not recommended. You could probably have two, but I don't know that third one. Maybe yeah. skip the ice cream. I don't yeah. know. So you're saying the heroin just kind of barely bumps it over? Yeah, cheeseburgers yeah. and heroin, you're good. But I think you throw <laughs> ice cream on there, man, you're fucked. Cheeseburgers and heroin. That sounds like a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a redneck Jimmy Buffett song. Uh, <laughs> cheeseburgers and heroin. <laughs> I like mine with hospitals in the alley. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so yeah, so I wanted to do so. Uh, you know, I thought it'd be kind of lame of just doing a vegan burrito uh, on Heart of Brunch. You got to do a Heart of Brunch style. So we deep fried that mama jamma and made it a chimichanga. And yeah. I, uh, I looked up a bunch of different. Usually, when I like look up stuff, I don't know exactly how I want to do it. I'll like look up like seven recipes for something or seven videos. And I was watching all these people, and they were like, "Use this fake chicken." And I was like, fuck it. I want to use just chickpeas as the protein. But yeah. Like, like, jazz them up. And I'm like, you throw enough, like, uh, you know, cumin and, like, uh, a chipotle seasoning and stuff on that. And, like, it gets real. It gets real savory real quick, Zach. It was good. No, the, the filling was in, incredible. Yeah. The, uh, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of oil going on in some of the. Uh, yeah, I had it drip over my the, the sweet potato chips you made. Yeah. I, I just had all that drip over. Yeah. It. <laughs> I, I made a fool of myself. I was walking around with it and I kept grabbing napkins because I. Uh, oh, yeah. You got to. That definitely could you almost use like a toothpick situation where you like poke it, let it drain out. Yeah. yeah I, I will say this. Uh, I said it downstairs. Like it's, you know, like the vegan food is good when it makes you sweat like meat does. Like. Yeah. Like I ate that shit and I was like. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking full. Is that good? We got a doctor on the program? Well, that, <laughs> we should. We meat should. doesn't make you sweat that? Uh, meat sweats, but not vegetable sweats. Dude. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. He made it He made it so good. Maybe there's just too much damn oil. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't ever considered that. <laughs> that could have been it. <laughs> Uh, when, when I lived in Haiti, <laughs> when I lived in Haiti, we we lived in this house. It was like this boy's house, and we all had a like a turn to cook. So each night it was a different person to cook. So like the first week, we're like, all right, let's see how this goes. Well, this one boy he's never cooked before, and he ran out of water, and so to substitute the water for the in the rice and stuff, he put oil. And for the substitute, we're all eating, and this is good food. Like, like this is going down, and all of a sudden, our bodies start feeling terrible. 
and I was like, "What is going on?" Like, like my, my head hurts. I feel like I feel like there's water <laughs> building up in my brain right now. And like we asked him, he's like, "Oh yeah, I just used oil." And everyone's like, "No!" Everyone's like, like trying to puke. It was terrible. I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he ran out of water, did he consider turning the faucet on? Oh, we're in Haiti, so that is the classist question. <laughs> you think there's just a faucet just nearby where we could just get water? You know, I honestly don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, but no, there wasn't a faucet nearby. Oh, word. Wow. So to his That's defense, crazy to think about. Yeah, like, it just made me sick. Yeah. We all had very bad headaches, so... Yeah. I took one bite of that chimichanga and I like, I was like, I'm not doing this again, little Haitian boy. Dyke. At first, I thought you were making fun of me for busting his balls about the oil. I didn't know you felt so deeply about it. Yeah, no. Thad's actually like, uh, hated what? your chimichanga. Fuck you. It's all right. Flashbacks. We're no, we're zero, no longer friends. Zero stars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we also did a, a a super oily. I made extra oily on the grilled cheese. Uh, <clears throat> no, it was a duck fat uh, grilled cheese sandwich with um, it was like a, a a garlic cheese and a some sort of herb infused cheese that I got uh, from Whole Foods. And then I don't know if you got the duck fat on it, but it just. It, I have very strong opinions that I won't get into right now about what constitutes a grilled cheese and what breaks the... No, that counted as a grilled cheese. Oh, that was a perfect grilled cheese, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so what... Would have been what, good with a little wait, bacon wait. on it, too. What are your opinions? Because at some point, if you put enough fillings in, it's just a sandwich. Yes. What about just bacon? Then you're just making a bacon and cheese sandwich. Yeah, it's not a grilled cheese sandwich. People are like, oh, make a deluxe with bacon and tomato. Well, that's bacon and tomato sandwich Yeah, that you just heat up on the... On yeah, the exactly. I think that's still a grilled cheese, though. No, no, it's just a sandwich. Can you add vegetables to a grilled you cheese? You can, but then it stops becoming... I think you can have a... You can have a vegetable. You have tomato or something on there. You yeah, can have avocado. tomato and then bacon. Bacon's not and, a vegetable. And then all of a sudden, like... <laughs> it's like you start... You put enough car parts together, you build a car, you know? It's yeah. just like... Yeah, and you call it a car. Like, that's a grilled cheese sandwich. With bacon. <laughs> Just because it has a ski rack doesn't mean what it's do you, not a car. What, what do you call a cheeseburger, a grilled cheese sandwich with a hamburger patty <laughs> yeah. and tomato and pickle and onion? and? Well, ketchup. no, no, no. That's no. what I'm saying. By your definition, there is no, there are no rules. Yeah. You know? yeah. This yeah, isn't some weird, right? some, weird, <laughs> some weird chaotic definition of grilled cheese. And yeah, but just bacon but the, doesn't make it not a grilled cheese. It does. I'm sorry, yeah, but the words yes. just bacon don't yeah. make sense together. And bacon also is now the star of the show. It's a bacon sandwich. Yeah. It bacon have has, to be the star. Has the trumped any cheese you put on there. It's like the order that you put it in. What if you put uh, a sandwich with bacon on it, and you're like, "Oh, I want to add some cheese." Yeah, does that become a grilled cheese with bacon or a bacon sandwich with cheese? What's well, the difference? I mean, if you griddled it and put cheese on it, then it'd be a grilled cheese. Yeah. But what if you wanted that it to easily. be? Look. What if you wanted it to be a bacon sandwich with cheese? Zach is a troll, and he he could literally do this the whole rest of the show. He's, can't, he's, 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 you can't be right. You can't out troll me, okay? He's, he's I, not, I, I play video games with teenagers all day long. <laughs> do you know how many seven year olds have told me they fucked my mom? I can do this all day. <laughs> but uh, for for my greater point is like yes, grilled cheese is just it's just it's just I'm a purist. I'm a grilled cheese purist. Yeah, you know? one yeah same. No more. Well, you can have no wait, ingredients. Yeah, one ingredient. Yeah, just the bread. Well, That's no, in, in addition to the, the cheese he's, and the bread. He's trying to go, one ingredient's bacon. 
Yeah, I know your game, sir. But no, when it, I think meat. But so, the, did, would you call what you made a duck fat sandwich? No, well, that's the thing. Duck I, fat is the butter, right? That was the whole thing. That was my workaround for putting meat on it. It was a, that was just the butter. That so was it was just, a duck fat sandwich, not no, a grilled cheese. Because no, you could put butter on a grilled cheese. No, it's cheese. a duck fat sandwich because the duck fat is the star of no, it. No, the duck fat was the lubricant to keep the bread from burning. But bacon can't be lubricant. No, yeah, it can yeah, because you, it's you, can make, you, you can, can make it with bacon fat too. You can make a bacon yeah, fat grilled yeah, cheese. You can make a bacon fat grilled yeah. cheese, but go. it wouldn't and be a grilled cheese, grilled cheese with bacon. Oh, hey! But if you, you your have own the problem. bacon inside, yeah. it's no longer a grilled cheese. No longer grilled cheese. See, I think you're all high. Yeah, and wrong. Are. Except, that. I mean, that's not because he doesn't do that sort of yeah. thing, right? And I'm not because I don't do that sort of thing. But well, I'm a fucking torch, and I'll fight you on this all day long. Here's the thing, Zach. I think you're very wrong, um, and you need you need to repent. Yeah, I'm actually. You're so wrong that you're fired from this podcast. <laughs> I have your job now. There we go. We got another backup producer. Uh, but anyway, so and then also on Zach and uh, Patrick's, we put uh, weed butter on it as well, and I think that's part of the reason why you're in this continuous loop of trolling, because. <laughs> You had a little too much butter on your sandwich. When he gets a little bit buttery, he this gets a little bit troll. This has been a long weekend in general. <laughs> Never give a troll butter by Black Michaels. <laughs> I came here running on fumes, and now I'm on empty. Yeah, uh, how are you on empty? <laughs> Everything should be filled back up. Well, my stomach is full, but my oh. constitution is very bad. Very oh, he's saying he has to go number two. No, 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 no. Not here. I only poop in my own house. Yeah? What do you do when you're like out on your like at a concert for five days? Oh, well you hope to take enough drugs where you constipate yourself. Oh. For five days? Yeah, if you can. I'm otherwise just... otherwise you wait until the porta potty cleaners come. Dude, that was one of the best experiences. Yeah. One of the best experiences you get that up I, early as fucking I ever had in my life was being at a being at a, a camping out at a lot. And uh, having to go, and I walked into the the bathroom was so, like it was stacked high, like trash, stacked high with poop on it, <laughs> like inside, and there was just like the like there was stuff coming up above the brim of oh, the yeah. toilet, and I was just like, I can't. There's no, there was no way to even hover in there. There's no Ooh! way, and I was like, the other best case scenario. Was walk a mile outside of the camp over the interstate to this McDonald's, and I was like, I know I cannot walk this whole mile without. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit myself. And so I'm sitting there like debating between this, the worst toilet I've ever seen in my life, and this mile walk to McDonald's, and I'm just like, like I, like I think I did almost become like, like a a prayer situation where I was like. I'll stop. I'll stop doing drugs. What'd I'll you stop. do? I was just literally praying, and then all of a sudden, like one of the sanitation trucks came yes. up, and the guys and I was just like, I was. I remember thinking, I was like, if it's even twenty five percent better, like even if they just got the the stuff below the just below the rim, like if if they like just took the edge off of this bathroom at all. Then I'm gonna go because like there's no way I'm walking. Oh yeah. And now I sat there and waited for it to be clean, and I'm just like, if it's it has to be just a little bit better. And I remember like opening the door, just like cringing, over the door, and it was I don't know. Have you ever seen a virgin porta pot? Yeah, it was spotless. 
spotless. The yeah. water, the whatever chemicals they put in the bottom was just perfectly blue. Everything was like like a cartoon shim- shimmer on everything. <laughs> and it just it just smelled like that medical grade. Yeah. Like nothing, you know, like they're not nothing but just like just sanitizers yeah. and like but everything, I mean I had just seen a four foot pile of shit in here yeah. with like razor blades and needles and stuff sticking, so fucking used whippet cans and stuff sticking yeah. out of it. And now it's the cleanest toilet I've ever used in my entire life. That's the first piece of information I always try to get when I go to a festival is when is the porta potty cleaner coming? I'll trade nugs for that all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, That's like. Yeah, I, and it's always usually it's in the morning. So like I would get up super early and I'd be like, oh, and it's not hot yet because the sun's not out. So it's a nice, cool little shit. Um, <laughs> I can't party like that anymore. I'm too old. It's hard now. I need my own bathroom situation. Like I remember like going like even if I like went, I remember my 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 ex girlfriend got like we went on vacation to California, and she thought it'd be cool to stay in this like boutique hotel. I don't know why. But boutique hotel just meant like there was one bathroom in the hallway that everyone had to share, mm-hmm. and oh, I remember wow. like showing yep. up and being like, "Wait, wait, where is our bathroom? Wait, what? It's not like we have to share bath." And I'm just like, "I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. I should be able to black out <coughs> and and not worry about where I'm shitting or or, yeah. or puking or you know like I, like now I have to think other people to consideration. Yeah, you know like what what if things go bad? What if things go bad? The and they will. They will. Yeah." And yeah, we never could do that again. Uh, Your reasons sound like you're an absolute monster. <laughs> it's not like I just like to have my own space. It's like I mean, I'm gonna fuck this place up. Oh, I can't have somebody else see me lose my goddamn mind. It's not a real vacation unless you're blowing up a toilet. <laughs> I had someone tell me the other day that we had like gone off for specifically to like while out all weekend and take a bunch of drugs. And I got, I got like, I got so goofed up in the first two hours that I was just hugging the toilet. And it was like, everybody was like, waited like two or three hours before they were like, Dyke, this is the only bathroom in the entire place. Like, you can't just sleep in the, in, on the toilet floor all night. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta share. Uh, and on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Harder Bunch Podcast. Uh, that, song, that song is my intro anytime a club asks what I want to come out to. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called? It's called Why Does It Hurt When I Pee by Frank Zappa. That's awesome. Frank Zappa is amazing. Yeah. I think uh, Bobby Brown's one of my, one yeah, of my favorites. Yeah, that's that a one's great fantastic. Song. Uh, Patrick, I feel, like, I feel like I gave you, I feel like I didn't do justice on your intro because uh, I do think you're a very multifaceted, multi-talented person. 
Um, I didn't really get in, get into it, but you are a, a comedian. You're a yeah. very funny comedian. You're also the kind of person that, like, uh, you're the kind of comedian, like, you, you feel like you win a lot of comedy competitions. I feel like you uh, are the kind of person that the second you walk out on stage, the crowd's like, I like this guy. <laughs> And then, and then you're very funny to boot. I don't know if it's kind of your styles like disarming to people or what it is, but like I trick them when I come out because I don't say anything at first. Like I just kind of I get comfortable, you know. Like mm-hmm. If I have to be here, I'm going to be comfortable. So like I'll move the stool and I won't talk for a while, and eventually people will be tricked into like paying attention to me because they're like, "Why is this guy not talking right off the bat like all the other ones did?" Yeah. And then they're all focused on me, and then boom, you just get them with the first joke. Because they're all paying attention. Uh, it's yeah, it's very uh, slow and methodical. Yeah, I was gonna say elementary school. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, that's where I got I'll the wait, idea. I'll wait for you guys to settle <laughs> yeah, down. And... That's where I got the idea from. Like teachers who would put their fingers in the air and count yeah. down and shit. Yeah. That's where I got the idea from. It's like, oh, what are you gonna do if you get to one? That's a, you know, it's really smart, and you've you've uh, you've done very well in some comedy competitions. Well, the ones that I'm uh, interested to ask you about is because I remember. There was a comedy competition where the prize was you just got to go do a feature set in Florida. It was a host set in or Florida? a host set in Florida, sorry. Yeah. But there was no, like, accommodations or airfare or anything that came along with it. No, there was accommodations, but there was no airfare. Okay. So I flew out there. So you had to, well, hold up, but, like, just so, just so the listeners understand this, you had to win a comedy competition where you had to take out how many people, like, were in it, would you say? 40? Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. To be nice. the best the best of 40 comics and then and then, <laughs> then you win a chance to pay for yourself to fly down to, <laughs> to a Florida. club in Florida yeah. to work weekend. But was but also at that point of your career like that's amazing, you know? Yeah. Like Well, so this is what ended up happening. I flew down there and I go to the club uh, because, you know, they have the key to the the place I'm going to be staying in a condo. Mm-hmm. And so the club manager comes up to me and there goes, uh, oh, you're the Crackers winner. Yeah, they're like, you're the future, right? You wouldn't fly all the way down here for hosting. And I was like, no, I absolutely wouldn't. <laughs> He's like, good. Well, we have a local guy who's going to host and you're, you'll feature. And I was like, I sure will. So I just like, <laughs> just like didn't tell the truth, but also didn't lie my yeah. way into like... Getting way more money. <laughs> and how much time do they have you do? Uh, like 20. Okay. And then yeah. Did you have 20 minutes at that time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a rough 20. But <laughs> you know, I did what I could. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And the, the headliner was Grant Lyon, and his brother lives in Tampa. So he was staying with his brother. So I had the whole condo to myself. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was awesome. I forgot that I forgot this story took place in Tampa. You seem, you seem, you seem like you'd clean up in Tampa. You seem like Ybor City, Tampa. <laughs> so here's what I did when I was there. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in Tampa. You know, it's the middle of July. And I sat in the condo and watched Comedy Central and ate takeout the whole time. Uh, the only time I left the condo to go anywhere other than the shows was when I went to see Ant-Man and Wasp in theater. Nice. Which is something I could have done at home. I feel like half of every vacation is how I feel like I'm just I'm just doing stuff I could have done at home. Yeah, like, slightly I didn't, different. The, I didn't see the ocean one time. No, which is kind of hard to avoid in Tampa. It's yeah, like it's all yeah. like, you went out of your way to not see anything. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I've seen it. It's big and blue, big deal. So that was, but was that your first like? Were you like, fuck yeah, like I'm a, I'm a comedian now, like I'm, yeah. 
I felt doing clubs out of state. I'm flying around on planes. It was a huge ego boost. I remember I remember sitting next to the guy in my plane on the plane there. He didn't ask me shit about myself. Yeah. But I just looked at him and goes, I'm going to work at a comedy club. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't care, dude. It's like seven in the morning. <laughs> You've had three cocktails. <laughs> yeah. You're very drunk on this plane. I uh I went with my friends to a bachelor party in New Orleans and um, we got a little drunk before we got on the plane. What do I, you know, I, I, I don't want to get drunk, like kicked off the plane drunk, but I like to get a nice, like, I know as soon as I sit down and, uh, we take off and this levels out my blood alcohol, um, I'm going to fall asleep. And then if I work this out perfectly, right when I land, I'll be coming, I'll be sober again. You know, like, yeah. this, like this is great. And I sat next to this couple it was like they're going on vacation for the first time. They're very excited. And I, I heard their just whole origin story. And then I fell asleep. I just passed out. And then I really came to when we were landing. And they were like, your glasses fell off like five minutes into the flight. Um, I've just been holding them for you the whole time. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, thank-. and I'm sure I was snoring. I'm sure I was just like snoring. Yeah, so like, And so I was like, oh, thank you. And then at the end of the vacation, we get back on, and I'm sitting this word got next to the same people. Oh my god! And like I could just see their hearts sink. I'm like, oh, not this guy again. <laughs> and I did the not same. I did guy. the same thing. I fell asleep immediately. Not sleeping glasses guy. <laughs> Something similar happened to me and David when we went out to Boston this like a few months ago. <laughs> we get on the plane. It's like six a.m. because David's insane and wanted to get the earliest flight he could. And uh, we're both hung over as shit, and somebody brings the loudest, angriest baby, Ugh. and it's sitting, like, two aisles behind us. And then they ask if they can move up to a seat that's closer to us, and I was like, no, 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 go farther back in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so when we fly back from Boston to Indy, yeah. same motherfuckers. With their loud ass baby. Same loud ass baby? Yeah. See, here's the thing. There's certain places I'll cut, like, I'll cut slack. Loud ass baby on an airplane. I just assume you had no other recourse. And so, like, as as terrible as it is, I can grit my teeth and be like, look, I know that you probably didn't want to do this Mm -hmm. as much as I wanted to deal with this. You probably hate this as much as the rest of us. But, like, we went and saw Spider Man uh, on Friday, like, that, and I went and saw Spider Man. Yeah. And, like, two seats away from me. Was like a lady with like a, I, don't know, I want to say a two year old, two to two to not quite three, not a, like sit and at least stare at the screen, but just kind of like climb over everything and and like audibly talk the whole time. Yeah, and I'm just like, what's your name? These aren't good parents. These aren't good parents. They're like, oh, we want our kid to enjoy Spider Man. What's these, your name? They want to go see Spider Man. Yeah. I'm fine. And, and like, yeah, we, we could find a babysitter. Yeah, we could bring our loud ass kid who's going to be a distraction to everyone else. Who's that? And not a shit. That's <laughs> what's that? Yeah, Why is he crying? You know that kid hasn't seen any. Why is he like, crying? <laughs> like, ah, shut up! This <laughs> is not my fault. Your mother wouldn't take you. <laughs> I needed to see this. I promised my friend. Shut up. <laughs> why, why are you crying? I canceled Dad? my podcast for this. <laughs> Yeah, children are terrible. Oh, uh, so 
There needs to be baby-free movies. There needs to be baby-free planes. Yeah, I'd pay extra for a baby-free airplane. Hi, would you like to be baby-free? One of the things I love... Baby-free? <laughs> baby-free store. <laughs> it's called an abortion clinic. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Uh, no, I am... Um, I don't know why I made that noise. <laughs> or an orphanage, depending on how you. Yeah. Ba- wait, orphanages are the not free, baby free. F- free baby store. Free baby store. Oh, well, they're expensive there. <laughs> uh, Patrick, you. So tell me, because like you've been put like you've been having shows with the the U.S. military. I know you have a background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the U.S. military, how did this come to be? He's basically a veteran almost. <laughs> yeah, stolen valor. <laughs> no, no, no. I went back to school for um, computer programming and cybersecurity, and I did this program where they sent me to a military base to learn from the Department of Defense. It was like a two-year program that I did in a year, and it was a lot. It was a lot of hiding weed from the military. Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty easy. They don't really care if you're a civilian what you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice. They're like, oh, you're... It, your cigarette kind of smells funny. And I was like, it's also a glass bong. <laughs> but you lived on base. Yeah. Like you had uh Yeah. It sucked. <laughs> there was nobody there. There was like 40 people there. Yeah. When I started, like it was a class of 40. And then by the end, there was like 15 of us left. Oh, wow. And it was really boring. But it prepared me for lockdown. Like two day, two two years later, quarantine happened. Mm. Everybody's losing their mind. And I was like... Well, at least we can still go to stores. Like yeah. the last quarantine I did, it was there was just open field. <laughs> so, how does that tie into the shows that you're doing? Oh, now? these Atterbury shows. Okay, mm-hmm. so some dude at Camp Atterbury contacted Helium, the comedy club, and was like, "We want to do comedy shows here. Can you send us some comedians?" And so Avery was like. Well, you, you've been near a military base before. <laughs> Why don't you be in charge of this? Wait, that's the connection? Yeah. That's and great. I was like, okay. And then, and then they were like, we want to do more. I, like, I did a show. Like, I, I was just like, I'll just get the most basic white dudes. That's what the military loves. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like, we did great. And then they were like, let's do more of those. And I was like, oh, I have to find more military crowd-friendly people. <laughs> Cause like all the you know all the all those soldiers, they're all these like eighteen nineteen year old, you know kids. That, yeah, and they all have this like kind of raunchy sense of humor because, sure, you know, they're prepping to go murder people for oil. So like you know they're not like the best and brightest. <laughs> so they're not going to give a shit about anybody's like woke material. You know, was this in your opener? What you got? I know you guys are about to go kill for oil. You're not the best and brightest. <laughs> no, yeah. I did not say that. But I did ask them who the best push up, who who could do the most push ups. Mm-hmm. They all pointed to one dude, and I challenged him to a push up contest in the middle of my set, and uh, he won by doing four push ups. So I don't even know if he was the best. <laughs> he only did four push ups, <laughs> but I did like one, and I was like, man, this is rough. Yeah. I don't know how how do you do it? How does an army do this? <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. Uh, Adbury's called. Do they? Do they have any like things blowing up and training drills when you're in no, there? No, but I like begged the colonel to like let me shoot a machine gun. Yeah, and he was like, maybe next time. And I was like, why would I want to come back here? <laughs> Is that a recruitment thing you're trying to do right now? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get you. Maybe next time for six years. How about that? <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. So are you Boogie War of those? I don't know. If they hit me up and want to do another one, then yeah. But I kind of regret it now. Yeah. Because I get a lot of a lot of people in my inbox. Oh, uh, wanting that. I put up a thing and I was like, man, this is going to suck, but i got to do it because i got to find people on it. So I put up a thing and I was like, is any, if anyone's interested in doing shows at Atterbury, and I was like, don't waste my time. And then all the comedians I wouldn't book on a showcase hit me up. Yeah. You know? I mean, that, you would assume that's going to happen. And I was like, I don't even know... I feel like it, I feel like doing this the kind of this is like throwing like bread at a bunch of ducks and then just yeah. be like, I didn't want those ducks to come over. Yeah. <laughs> the one the one-eyed ducks. That's 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 what you get with laziness. <laughs> Who bucks that? Who bucks that? <laughs> oh, that one smells bunch like of, a smell from here. Bunch of Canada geese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like dropping a bunch of change outside the Wheeler Mission. Like, you're gonna be like, oh my you're gonna goodness. get you're gonna get some uh, stragglers. <laughs> a lot of drunks. All right. <laughs> oh, Patrick. Uh, I, feel, I feel like conversationally you sound like a psychopath, and then and but then you, there's just a warm nougat center of a, <laughs> of, a, of a a really good person in there. That's somewhere down there. <laughs> I think too. I think that I feel like comics. We talk <laughs> to each other in a way. Sometimes that like I look around and there's just like a normal person standing over there. And they're just like listening to us talk. And yeah, like, what? Yeah, what is wrong with him? Who are these crazy people? I'm looking over in the corny corner, uh, Courtney, and like to, to, to like have that as a barometer. Like, how crazy is it? But like, I forgot she's also a crazy person. <laughs> so we're all we're screwed. But Patrick, you, I mean, you, you walk the walk. Like, uh, you, I feel like there's some people that talk about doing like a bunch of drugs and then going to, to do activities. And you really do those activities after you do a bunch of drugs. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it was not fun to just it. sit around at home by yourself, you know? <laughs> I tell you, one time I took a, a D8, the D, the legal D8 gummy. <laughs> I took a legal amount of drugs. And went to, the, to do a comedy show, and I was at Kingdo, and things had gone wonky the whole show. I was supposed to just come in and do my piece, and I ended up having to like troubleshoot for someone else's show, and do all this stuff. And I was like, "Look, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to write out this D8 gummy." And right before my set, it kicked in, and I remember like walking up, and there's all of a sudden just getting this tunnel vision of the audience. And then I was just very aware of every single person in the audience looking at me. And I started saying my jokes, but I was just like... <laughs> Wait, singing your jokes? I was saying my jokes, oh. but I felt like I was, I was saying them, but I was listening to somebody else just read them to a room of people that... like it, like I feel like I'm looking at these people on TV, but they're all looking at me on TV. I just go up there and they're like, yeah, so my name's Dyke. That's my real name. It's not a stage name. Why would you ask that? <laughs> you know, and then, and then I'm just like skating the room. <laughs> but I'm just hearing this voice say these things. And then yeah. it's just like, and I like, I did the first like four jokes like that. And then I just remember being like, you've got to snap out of this. And you've got to, like, I don't know how to like reset what's going on here, but this is awful. Like, it was like I was watching a TV show called Me Bombing. <laughs> Me Bombing by my, Dyke Michaels. My, uh, my first, like, weekend set at Helium was uh, hosting for this dude named Hal Sparks. 
Mm. Who played Zoltan and Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah, I remember. I know. He did, other, he did other things that people care about. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I, uh, the, my, the show that I was supposed to do was literally right after I was getting home from a music festival. Mm. And I had dosed that morning. And so, like, and I, dosed, and I dosed hard. Like, I think I put a strip in my mouth and was like, cool, let's tear down my tent and go home, you know? Yeah. And so I was still tripping when I had to host the show. <laughs> and I straight up told the person in the front row, I looked at him and I go, you're not real. And then I just kept doing my jokes, tripping over my own words. Uh, I spilled a beer on stage. Forgot Hal Sparks' name. It was a good time. Oh, uh, what did you have to introduce him? I was like, I was like, you're a headliner. Give it up for the guy you came here to see. <laughs> here he is. <laughs> here he is is a nice save. And then he knew what was going on and came out and was like, what the fuck? He's like a sober guy, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. The walls are breathing. And this guy's talking about like sobriety and like. Just eating veg- vegetables in L.A. or some shit. And I'm just yeah. over here like, man, I just ate like 10 hits of acid out of the mud. Like, <laughs> That's that's uh, that doesn't even sound like a fun story. It's like, like, sounds like a, a nightmare to me. <laughs> it was cool when I got the check. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I have the wherewithal to ride that out. I think I would have eventually at some point just been like. It's amazing to me that Avery booked me again. I, I got to go. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I gotta disappear and never come back. Yeah. Like, what keeps you calm through all the all that stuff? Like, because like the average person like usually would just like freak out. You know how uh, in the first Avengers movie, Bruce Banner or uh, Captain America asks Bruce Banner like, "How do you control the anger?" Bruce yeah. Banner says, "That's my secret cap. I'm always angry." And it's like that with drugs. Okay. That's my secret. That I'm always high. You're always high. I. Yeah, what good. Is, what is that? Uh, so this little. Is, uh, sparkling pink grapefruit. So little. When I went on my spring break in, in uh, high school, we met this guy named Always. And we're like, what, what do they his call name, you Always? His, na- his name is Always. Yeah, his name was Always. Mm-hmm. And we're like, why do we call you Always? He's like, oh, because I'm always high. I'm always high. I'm always drunk. I'm always down. Like, oh, whatever. And like then he like, tried to convince us to like take him to Walmart and get some bleach. <laughs> For what? He was uh, originally gonna or fuck Clorox. up Jesse Smollett. <laughs> it was either bleach or some Clorox. I think he was trying to make meth somehow. I don't know if that's what you do, but I don't think bleach is involved, but it could be. I don't know. I just smoke it. How did you become a wizard, Patrick? Well, <laughs> oh yeah, a a lo- quarantine changed all of us. It <laughs> sure did. You know? <laughs> And uh, I, core. I had about a, a month-long phase where I was just getting fucking obliterated on everything I could find and yeah. just power-watching the Lord of the Rings movies over and over again. And one day I woke up, and there was a package for me, and it was a wizard hat. And I apparently, in a drunken no. stupor, ordered a wizard hat oh. from the internet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's all it really takes to be a wizard is you just buy the hat and then tell everybody that you're a wizard. And they'll be like, yeah, I believe you. So... This wasn't just like an accidental purchase and then you like threw it in a sock drawer and just like told people a funny story about it. You then wore this hat everywhere. Yeah. It was destiny. Yeah, like you're yeah. like you would wear a baseball cap. Well, I'm not yeah. gonna waste a perfectly good wizard hat. So you're right. wearing do you wear it to work? 
I mean, I would, but it gets so hot. It's very small, yeah. and there's a, those big pizza ovens make it real hot, and it's like low ceiling, so it would just like kind of get in the way. But but you're wearing it to comedy shows. Comedy shows. You're wearing it to family get-togethers. <laughs> out to the bars. Yeah. Like you become one with that hat. Yeah, I'll probably wear it to my girlfriend's Christmas. And then people will start to recognize you as the wizard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you get wizard questions or people like oh, all the time? People you? people ask me for like wizard advice and shit, uh-huh. and I'll just be like, I don't know, like don't masturbate into your socks in the shower, <laughs> and they'll be like, What does that mean? And I'll be like, Figure it out, and you'll get powers. <laughs> all right. Well, we got we got a we got a wizard game for you. We like to play a little game called Troll Trivia here on uh, Harder Brunch. Okay. Woo! I was asked to prepare some wizard questions. All right. Wait, I feel like we have a drop for that. I couldn't remember which button it was. Wait, is that one? Oh, yeah. It is a pretty good drop. I feel like you have to play this for wizard trivia. Yeah, that is appropriate. So, (laughs) how this one is going to go, it's going to be true false questions. We're going to rotate through you, and each of you is going to get a question. You're going to answer true or false. Be careful because there's troll holes. <laughs> I would expect none less. All right. We'll start with you, Thad. I hope I don't get troll hold right <laughs> on the first date. Let's go. Until recently, the government of New Zealand had an official wizard on their payroll. Uh, no. I'm sorry, Thad. The answer is yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think what? they made the, uh, they had some cuts. I, I know this because when the guy got fired or let go or whatever, like six million people were like, you should go be the new New Zealand <laughs> wizard. And I was like, I don't think they have comedy clubs there. He was for 23 years. He did this. He made $16,000 a year. From Doing what? Uh, well, um, acts of wizardry and other wizard like services. Okay. That sounds like a bad, you can't even like up your salary. Fake wizard. 16,000 a year. That's like, yeah. that's, that's what I make at Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you're doing way more than this guy. Yeah. This yeah guy, I feel like he probably just showed up. And this guy's doing what I was doing during quarantine. <laughs> okay. Hey, wizard, is it going to rain? Uh, yeah. This guy just did this 23 years ago. He was the first guy with the hat, and he fell yeah. into the best possible job. I would like to see his like job, like like what he has to do. His, like his, his LinkedIn profile must be amazing. <laughs> That'd be great. Acts of wizardry? I've been a wizard for 16 <laughs> as, years. As denoted by the good country of New Zealand. I've been certified in hand-waving and <laughs> advanced stick writing. All right, Patrick. Yeah. In addition to being the famous Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe is also a world-class street magician and ventriloquist. False. That is correct. It is false. Uh, He's just like, where would he hide it all? (laughs) All the talent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Dyke. Merlin, the famed wizard of Arthurian lore, has many origin stories. The most interesting of which involves him being conceived when his father was cuckolded by not one, but two wolves. True. 
It is true that that is the most interesting story, but it's absolutely made up. Two wolves. I was afraid to say no. I was like, I was like, that sounds so descriptive that it's got to be true. Yeah, like, I want it to be true. I don't want to think that Zach made that up. This is what I was just really trying to think. Wait, so Merlin's mom fucked two wolves? Wow. Merlin's original dad? What? Which wolf was his dad, though? It takes two Both wolves to tango. Yeah, inside you are two wolves if you're Merlin's mom. Uh, Patrick. In 2002, a man was arrested in Iran when he robbed a bank after paying a local wizard to make him invisible. True. This was, in fact, true. What? In 2002? <laughs> he, he apparently just walked into the bank and uh, uh, like grabbed some money and walked out, or tried to walk out before they apprehended him because he thought man, he was invisible. How come people in my country aren't that stupid? <laughs> Nobody's paying me to do dumb wizard shit here. <laughs> Everybody here is like, you're a wizard, so what? Wait, so he paid a wizard to do this? Yeah. So he could go rob a bank? Yeah, they didn't seem to be think so it was all... So he really lost money on this <laughs> right. deal. Okay, oh, man. No refunds. No refunds. I said no refunds. He was just like, all right, here's my $200, and then the wizard just goes, where'd you go? <laughs> I don't see you, but he's clearly right there. I feel like, there's, I mean, I feel like you're not milking this... Wizard thing enough. I feel like I one, you, one, you should be able to marry people I as should. a wizard for sure. That should just be bottom tier. Mm-hmm. Like get married by a wizard. I should put out a Craigslist ad. You know, yeah. wizard for wizard for work. Um, you should be doing like wizard showcases all the time. I mean, if a wizard deals with magic, is that like in the like religious realm? Like, is it kind of the same thing as a priest? Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, at least kissing cousins. It's just mine thing is real. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what else you get there? God's not real, but magic missiles, absolutely. Actually, that's all I got. Uh, we certified that Patrick's a real wizard because he's the only one who got any points. Yeah. <laughs> Rigged. They're eating her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know how we played that so many times. I've never heard that they're, they're eating her. It's <laughs> very, like, matter of fact. Like, it looks like I don't even hungry. remember that from the movie. Uh, yeah. That, I remember the troll in the dungeon, but I don't remember the they're eating her. Oh, no, no. So the troll from the dungeon was uh, from Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and then the other one was from Troll. Oh, the movie. okay. Uh, maybe Troll 2, actually. Oh, it's a hybrid. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember someone getting eaten in first Harry Potter. <laughs> that shit doesn't start happening until, like, the fourth movie. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, tell us a little bit about your uh, your podcast that you got. All right. Well, me and uh, Alex Price and Mitchell Potts have a podcast called Cook on High for 30 Minutes, where we uh, rate and review a frozen food item. Uh, sometimes we have comedians on as guests, and we've had, like, like musicians and one time we just had like a dude. He's <laughs> like, "You're you're a friend. Do it, whatever." Yeah, you know. The, and we just I don't know. We get some frozen food and we eat it and we get stoned and then we talk about like the history of the frozen food. It's pretty cool. It never is thirty minutes though. It's always longer. 
Yeah. You know, that's just part of getting high. You lose track of time. Uh, I came out on one and I definitely learned a lot about TGI Fridays. I feel like it was packed full of information. Did you do mozzarella sticks? It might have been that, yeah. Dyke did an episode with us, and then apparently we never released it, <laughs> which is totally plausible because we've done that before. Like, we'll and, just and you also don't remember. <laughs> I just like no idea. I'm like so stoned when we do those, and then like I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I like I. <laughs> Basically, the guy that invented TGI Fridays, he was like, I just want a place where you know you can... Oh, yeah, like, hook up with women. Smash, smash. <laughs> like, that was the whole purpose of TGI Fridays. Was basically, so you can like, smash on the counters? Wait, no, I'm like, pretty sure we did put that episode out. Basically, like uh, like, a, like a like a pickup bar. Like yeah. A, like a singles bar. Oh. Like, that was his whole original thing. It was just like... TJIF, am I right? <laughs> am I right, ladies? <laughs> All right, thank uh, God I'm fucking. So, uh, what do you do? Actually, I created this place <laughs> for why? So I can beat broads like you <laughs> to take home. Guys, let's go, Becky. Let's yeah, go. I think that's exactly. Yeah, it. we did. We did release it. Okay. When when did that come out? March twenty fourth. I stand corrected. I TGI apologize. frozen food with. Thank God it's frozen food with Dyke Michaels. That's funny. I I make all the titles for the shows, and you can tell. How enthusiastic I am based on this one's called the Cook on High 423 QAnon special with Patrick Murray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the episode where nobody else wanted could, was in town to record, so I just put a bag of Doritos in the freezer and reviewed frozen Doritos by myself. <laughs> how how were to, frozen Doritos? <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't great. <laughs> QAnon or frozen burritos? Frozen Doritos? I mean, it was, just, frozen. it was like a cold Dorito. Yeah, yeah, but that sounds actually amazing. Is this like something you want to here flip the pillow over to the cool side and have a yeah. nice chill Dorito? Cool on one side, hot on the other. <laughs> Lately, we've been real lazy. We've we've just been getting like <laughs> like frozen desserts that you have to thaw out. <laughs> so we haven't even been cooking anything either. Uh, just thaw thaw for thirty minutes. <laughs> we've just we've all been like super busy. Because sure, Alex is always running shows or out of town. And uh, I'm like having sex now, so nice. like you know, like it's a little, nice. it's a little more important than eating junk food with your friends. And, yeah, well, you could yeah. start a podcast about that. <laughs> having sex now, Fuck, or? fucking on high for, <laughs> for thirty seconds. <laughs> Patrick Murray, where can people find you and follow you on social media and keep up with everything you're doing? Uh, I'm at Pat Murray Comedy on everything. And uh, you can check out my album called A Fistful of Drink Tickets. It's on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Tidal, Amazon, wherever. You'll Is find it still it. on Spotify? You didn't, yeah. you didn't get cold in the Great Culling? No. So Chad Daniels, I was talking to him about that, and he said it's mostly people who went through a specific, like, like all the 800-pound gorilla people are going to lose. It's Yeah, so I'm self Produced mm. and it completely independent, so my shit doesn't get taken off unless I want it to. Thanks, Daddy's Jay. Yeah, you could, I'm just gonna plug. Uh, I'm not gonna plug anything. It was a fun time. Y'all know where to find me um, at Fat McKee on Instagram. I'm not gonna plug my Instagram, but y'all know where to find me. Where <laughs> Zach Rome? If you got three dollars, then you could have our after brunch episode. Uh, That's uh. three dollars a month at www.patreon.com backslash harder brunch. <laughs> Nailed it. That was great. Nailed the landing. <laughs> Flawless victory. <laughs>
Uh, you can follow me at Dyke Michaels on all social media. Guys, uh, I'm just going to tell you a little bit. Uh, meat Cake Challenge is happening. We've, I've talked to the venue. I've talked to the place. Oh, yes. We're going to. It's a slow drip of information, but it is going to be a limited amount of seats. And you're going to want to get those tickets because it's going to be an event like nothing else. What's a meat cake? I don't know. Do you got $20? You come and find out. That's right. Yeah, you're going to tell me for free after this is over. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We'll see you next time, guys.